Hey guys, welcome to the Grow Up Pod. My name is Alyssa, and each week I'll be decompressing from my life by diving into the drama of other people's lives. It's the Grow Up Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Grow What. I'm joined today by Joshua Shepard. Say hello, Joshua. That's me. I'd act like you've been here before. I'm here. It's a Monday. What you got going on this week? Work. <laughs> More of that adulting thing. Yeah, well, every day. Yeah, not every day. I think you have two days off a week. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go to I gotta go to work on Sunday morning though. Why? For a staff meeting. On Sunday morning? They hate Jesus, apparently. <laughs> the books wait for no one, I guess. Yeah, they <laughs> They don't listen to my protests every month. Not every month, every quarter. It's so like, weird. Can we do this on another day? Why no. Sunday morning? Because I guess that's when the most people work is on Sundays. There's only three of us that are off on Sundays. Oh, okay. So they're like, well, the most people are here. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, but it's not conducive. <laughs> Can we switch it up every month? Like, come yeah. on. And the meetings are just a waste of time anyway. You sound like you might be salty about these meetings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like 50 minutes of nothing and then 10 minutes of useful information. When I was at Chili's, we used to have, like, a quarterly staff meeting, and then those went away for years. Like, no staff meetings ever. I hate quarterly staff meetings. They're pointless. Yeah. Waste of time. Yeah, we can just get the information before our shift. <laughs> on Monday. Not much is changing at the bookstore? Nothing is changing. Last <laughs> last quarter, we did an end-of-the-year recap, which meant we just went month <laughs> by month what happened in the store for, like, 45 minutes. I'm like, this is... Such a waste of time. Especially for just hourly employees. Like, shouldn't that be a manager's maybe thing? Like, why do the rest of us care? Well, they have a weekly meeting for the manager. Fine. Which is more necessary. Yeah, but not for y'all. No. So, we're talking today about being salty. Not, like, um, full of sodium, but, like, bitter. So, I looked up the definition on Urban Dictionary, which I haven't used Urban Dictionary in a long time. What? Full of vinegar. Full of Not vinegar. <laughs> it says being salty is when you're upset over something little or bitter about something that has happened. And um, would you say you're a salty person? Do you hold, do you get upset about little things or do you, and or do you like hold a grudge? Never. Never? Not upset about anything right now? Not salty about the 49ers loss last night? Well, that was just sad. <laughs> I was going to say, we got to take that poster down. I know. Noah has had a Patrick Mahomes poster up for a long time, but he is not a Chiefs fan, so. Got to get rid of it. <laughs> Burn it. Yeah, you got to take it. You got to take it down as soon as that guy was like, I put ketchup on my steak. Like, <laughs> what? What is wrong with you? <laughs> People from Lubbock are crazy. <laughs> is he from Lubbock? I knew he was from yeah. Texas, but. He's from Lubbock. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, Kermit. Yep, they won again. A little salty. Dumb Chiefs. The Chiefs, I'm a little over the Chiefs. I wish Andy Reid would retire. Maybe they wouldn't be so good. Yeah, he's a good coach. <laughs> he's getting old. He's getting up there. How many years has he been a coach in the NFL? Like 20, well, he's been a head coach for like 27 years. That's a long time. Yeah. Because huh. it took him 21 years to win his first Super Bowl. Yeah. Travis Kelsey's been with the Chiefs his whole career, right? He's and like this was his now. 11 year. His 11th year, yeah. His 11th year. <coughs> His 11th year. 
Okay, I would say I'm not really a salty person either. I don't, I'm not like bitter, but I am like once I'm done, I'm done. That's me. I'm like, eh, nothing really upsets me, but once I'm done with you, I'm done with you. Like, there's no going back. There, go. there could be going back. Could be going back for you. You can't just come back and be like, hey, like nothing happened. Like if we used to hang out all the time. Yeah. And I don't see you for like a year. Yeah. And you're like, hey, I might be like, I'm busy. <laughs> might <laughs> make got you these work. other people I hang out with now. <laughs> might make you work for it a little bit. Well, like, you gotta wait till I'm free again. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta wait till I come back around. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just like, once I'm done, like, I don't really look back and I don't think about it. I don't, I'm just like, peace. Yeah, I'm not looking back. <laughs> I got bad eyes, can't see that anyway. <laughs> You are blind. Sorry, I'm a little wheezy. I'm coming off of the worst sickness I've ever had in my life. I'm it's pretty like, hyped up. <laughs> drinking coffee at 9.15 at night. Yeah, plus I had a crumble cookie at work. <laughs> You don't even, was, you're not even a sweets person. No, but this one has the strawberry icing on it. What flavor? Cookie. I think it's chocolate. Huh. I don't really care. <laughs> the, the, it tastes like real strawberry ice cream, which is good. Because oh. that's like my one. That's the one kind of ice cream you like? Donuts and strawberry ice cream. That's about the only sweets that I like. Donuts and strawberry ice cream. <clears throat> you are kind of hyper. You're like. Yeah. <laughs> you should have heard me paging on the intercom after we close. <laughs> saying making our closing announcements but i knew there was no one in there so you know do like a boxing announcer and a country voice (laughs) like when we used to make every song country yeah i was like we're closed everybody get out (laughs) and like attention customer (laughs) i feel like i was there thank you for that reenactment yeah it's a lot better over the intercom yeah i bet i don't know it's pretty loud in my earphones my earphones? My headphones? My ear jolt. My ear holes. <laughs> you are getting loud in my ear holes, let me tell you. Oh, man. No, I just got back from the gym, so I'm awake, but I'm not super, like... Pumped. Pumped. <laughs> not, not super ready to juke people out or anything. No, I'm kind of sore and tired. Okay. We're going to start kind of easy. This was from Ask Reddit, and this... Um, so, I don't know if you're very familiar with Reddit. Are you very familiar with Reddit? I mean, you ask me this every time, and it's a I no. Do? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't want to explain something to you if you're like, yeah, I know. After we get on Reddit on here, I do not go think about Reddit, Reddit again <laughs> until the next time I'm on here. Okay. Well, I guess because I'm on it all the time finding stories. So, But ask Reddit is just where you literally go and ask. All you can write is the question, and then people can respond with comments. So someone said. Oh, these people. <laughs> What is something your teacher did in school that you're still salty about? I'll let you answer first before I get into these people. Salty at any teachers? Not at teachers, but I will say the front desk lady at Rockwell High School my senior year. Yeah. So my senior year, I had like two classes. (laughs) Yeah. And then like college classes. So we only had class like twice a day. But me and my friend would leave. Like at like eleven, yeah, to go get lunch or whatever. Yeah, and every time we came back in, she tried to write us up and get us in trouble. And we're like, we don't have class from eleven to like three. We're not going to sit here, yeah, and wait. But then the worst <laughs> of it was this one time, my friend, he's like the nicest guy ever. He bought two dozen donuts for the class we're about to go to. Yeah, and she was like, you can't take outside food in 
to the school and she took the donuts away from him even though we were bringing them to a class and then <laughs> when we looked back through the glass because we were sitting in the cafeteria right outside yeah she was eating one of the donuts <laughs> we're like what is this like what problem? a jerk she took our donuts and ate them right in front of us i would say you're a little salty about that yeah <laughs> Like I'm not salty, I don't hold grudges. That's the word. Yeah. That's pretty over the top though. Yeah, that's pretty rude. Like, and then what and then what? She like, just threw the rest away? Yeah, she or? just gave them to the people that were in the front office. Like she was like Look what I brought Because for you. here's the thing. She was like, Well you can pick them up after school and then after school came back and they were all gone. She was like, I don't know who ate them. I'm like, you're sitting right <laughs> next to them all day. What are you talking about? You don't know who ate we them. We saw you eat one, at least. She was mean. Front desk ladies, they can be, they're either really good or really not good usually. Yeah, well, because by this point, I'm like, this is like the hundredth time we've explained to you that we have no classes right now. I'm not going to sit in here. Yeah. <laughs> is there not any other doors you could go in? You had to go in the front door? Yeah, all the other doors are locked. I don't remember. It's been a long time. Okay, well, by the time I got in high school, there was already school shootings, so they had all the doors yeah. locked. Yeah. Except the front door. I think that's how most schools are. No, I work in a school, but uh, yeah. you know, I'm just trying to think in high school. Like, could you go in through the gym, like with the athletics? Like, I could if our if the coach was there, he yeah. would open the door for me. But he wasn't always there. Yeah. Okay. So here's. Um, that's my only thing. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, the only because thing because I just said donuts were like my favorite <laughs> sweet, and then she took them away from me. <laughs> Rude. After I was all hyped to eat all these donuts. <laughs> all these donuts. You could eat like two. <laughs> I don't know. Back then you could eat more a little bit. Anyway, um, not to me directly, but when I was in third grade, I had a really, really mean teacher. We were still in California and we were in the portables outside, which wasn't that big a deal because all the classes there were outside, like... California high schools. Or just California schools. It was a school. different. All yeah, outside. there's no... The school was completely outside. There was all the hallways were outside. I don't know how to describe it. Like all the doors just went to the outside. Anyway, um, we were way out there and this kid had to go to the bathroom and she just would not let him go. And he peed his pants and he had to walk like all the way from out there. She was so mean. So mean. She stuck a desk outside the portable one time and she was like, just sit out here. <laughs> she was mean, but never to me. Cause I was a rule follower. So yeah, I didn't have any really mean. No mean teachers? Not really. That was my only one. I had some crazy teachers. Yeah. I had a, uh, my biology teacher my freshman year. Okay. She was crazy. Yeah. Like every day. And it was something about our class she did not like. <laughs> she would like cry and stand at the front of the room and scream at us. Real loud? She'd be like, y'all are ruining my life. <laughs> like, and but I don't want to scream in the microphone. Yeah. But she, I mean, she would like scream to where teachers would come from the other rooms and be like, is everything okay in here? She's like, no. And then one day, the principal came in, and he was like, I'm sorry about what's been going on in y'all's class. This was like halfway through the year, and he was like, uh, she was supposed to get arrested this morning, and they went <laughs> to her house, and all of her stuff was gone. She just left, <laughs> and she's gone, and y'all are going to have a new teacher now. So. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. She was, she what was, was she weird. getting arrested for? I don't know. Hmm. They didn't give us that information. But <laughs> they didn't tell you what it was for? Yeah, she was weird. And she would just, like, leave our class. She'd be like, I can't handle this anymore. And just walk out, like, halfway through class. And be like, oh, she apparently we, had a lot more going or? on <laughs> than just teaching. That's crazy. 
I mean, I do tell my class sometimes. Sometimes I tell them they're gonna they're gonna make me pull my hair out, and then they're gonna have a bald teacher, and then they're gonna have to look at me like that, and they're like, "No, stop, y'all, be quiet. She's gonna pull her hair out." Like the worst thing to watch would be a bald woman. <laughs> Terrifies <Yeah>. children. <clears throat> Well, they are easily influenced. Okay, so this person said, 20 years ago, we had to make a diorama. Remember dioramas? I had to make one with Noah recently. We all had them sitting on tables in the classroom, and one day some other kid was messing around, fell into the table, and smashed mine. I failed the assignment for having a smashed diorama. <laughs> That's just mean. Yeah, I never had it. That's more like another kid. Yeah. I'd be mad at that kid. I'm, but the teacher, I mean, obviously, got smashed right there. Like, that's just mean. They're like, should have been playing better defense. <laughs> in middle school, I did a display with real fossils that my parents had let me borrow. The teacher was insistent that I sell the fossils to him, but I refused. So he gave me an F on the display. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's some teachers doing that. I just don't understand, like, as a teacher, like, what are you thinking? Let's see. Um, at the end of my first week at a new school, the teacher handed out slips of paper with our current grade. I had a solid A at my old school, but the teacher said I had an F. I asked her why. So first week. She said I didn't hand in the quarter project. I reminded her I just moved to the school. She said we would give me, she said she would give me the weekend to do it. The project was to interview a longtime local resident and write a paper about their experience. The articles were being collected for a book she was writing. I failed the class. <laughs> <laughs> she's like you just moved to this town I'll give you the weekend to find an old person and interview them and write a paper about it yeah that we already did this project but since you didn't do it when you weren't here you yeah. failed <laughs> failed the class good That's luck finding someone to interview you got 48 hours <laughs> to do it and then write the whole thing I just don't understand people let's see um, in about 91, I was starting to get into animals. <laughs> like, I remember my animal phase, man. Summer of 91 to fall of 94. Okay. Summer of 91, I was a baby, an infant. You were not existent. Summer of 91, good times. <laughs> just, just nothing. <laughs> Summer of 91, when I was an only child. Um, okay, anyway, specifically marine animals. I wanted to be a marine biologist, so I thought. Junior year in high school, we all knew we had to do a bug collection. So I went on a family trip out of state and collected bugs in preparation. I put a lot of time into it. Mr. Cope, the worst biology teacher ever, he didn't hear your biology teacher story, failed me because I could not have collected bugs that he'd never seen before. Completely shattered my confidence and desire to pursue any science of any sort. <laughs> this is F you, Mr. Cope. <laughs> He's like, science is not about discovering new things, okay? If I've never seen it, couldn't be real. This is Fail. It's about following the same old things we've always been doing. Again, I don't understand how some people are teachers. Go get yourself some ants. Like, what? <laughs> Especially a science teacher. <laughs> He's not like, oh man, these are great. He's like, I'm there. get these weird bugs away from me. I've never seen these things before. You don't know what kind of poisons they're bringing into here. That teacher is salty. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is a new thread and just says, what after all these years are you still salty about? So less specific to school. <coughs> okay. <laughs> this, this is from five years ago, by the way. So 
in case it matters. This trivia quiz I was a part of at a near at a nearby social club. That's a, not a good sentence. Eight-year-old me was the kid on my team. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird, weird kids book. Right <laughs> Eight-year-old me was the kid on my team. And our team was tied with another one for the top prize. The quiz master said, now you folks need to sit down quietly. Raise your hands if you know the answer to this tiebreaker question. Don't just shout it out. He asked the question. I knew the answer. I raised my hand. Someone on the other team shouted out the answer instead. They got the points and won. No one even stopped to look at me. Screw you, idiotic quiz master. <laughs> that is annoying. Follow the rules. You lose. Let's see. <laughs> we were lost for following the rules. I don't think so. Okay, let's see. Roommates couldn't make rent for two months, so I covered him. Roommate, singular. <laughs> he only paid me back for about half of one month, leaving roughly a $700 debt at this point. I asked for my money on about a weekly basis, and he acts like I'm the bad guy and he's the victim. Find out how often he shops for clothes and fast food. Find out he dropped out of college and didn't tell us. Booted him, got a portion of my money, and claimed his deposit to cover the rest. He posts to Facebook a few days later about his jerk roommates kicking him out. It sounds like a new girl. When Winston's like, give me my money. I want my money. <laughs> and Nick's like, this is about money? I thought it was something serious. And he owes him like $400. And he's oh. like, well, I did drive here, so let's take five off for gas. <laughs> I love Nick Miller. He's so funny. We watched a movie recently with Jake Johnson in it. And it's like he plays the same character in everything he's in. So it makes me believe that is him. He Seems is like Nick him. Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen him and uh, the guy who plays Schmidt, Max Greenfield, when they do that interview? Uh-uh. On, uh, they're just doing like a morning talk show interview, and they're promoting New Girl. Yeah. And he's like, first he says the wrong town when they're on live TV. <laughs> he's like, if you're out in Nashville, and, they're, and she's like, we're in Memphis. but <laughs> And then he gives the wrong time. And Max Greenfield is like dying laughing next yeah. to him. And then he can't talk anymore. It's pretty funny. I haven't seen it, but when I met Jake Johnson that one time at um, the Kid Crowded Morning Show, he was very jokey, silly. And he was like, come on over here, let's take a picture. And I was like, yes, I love you. Let's see. That's another teacher one. Okay. <coughs> we used to play Candyland all the time with the babysitters. One time I drew the Snow Queen, and the babysitter said, it's too early for that card, and made me put it back in the deck and draw again. Her daughter drew the Snow Queen a few turns later, and the babysitter lit up and said, Ooh, Snow Queen, and moved her piece. I was four, but I will never forget. <laughs> Candyland. Uh, yeah, I never had any bad babysitters. Pretty much from the time you were like three, Just I babysat you. <laughs> I don't remember having any babysitters. I think Nana and Grandma watched me. Yeah, I'm like, between you and Uncle Steve and Grandma down the street? Yeah. Didn't have anybody else watching me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I really don't remember having any babysitters. And now I'm trying to think if my kids... 
My kids did have a baby. We had a babysitter for a little while. Izzy something. I don't, wanna, like, I don't wanna say her whole name. <laughs> um, but she did, when I first got divorced, she was like watching the boy, you know, like I'd leave for Chili, she'd watch. And so we did have a babysitter for a little while. Oh boy. The year is 1998. This person is a storyteller. I'm almost there. I'm I'm there. I'm around. I'm in the womb. <laughs> not yet in the room. <laughs> in the womb, but not yet in the room. Great pregnancy announcement in case you need it. You should probably copyright that. I can't. I stole it from somebody else. Oh, probably. dang. The year is 1998. Eighth grade me is at the Wizard World Comic Con in Chicago. My dad drove me eight hours there for the weekend. I was ecstatic. Now at this time, I was a huge Kevin Smith fan. Do you know who Kevin Smith is? I know the... I'm asking because I don't know. That's the... Oh, no, that's Kevin James. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, isn't that the white guy? (laughs) King Queen? To the toothpick. (laughs) Toothpick. (laughs) Q-tip. Somebody's cleaning their ears with toothpicks. They're like, man, how do y'all do this without your ears bleeding there? <laughs> oh, that sounds so painful. Anyway, whoever Kevin Smith is, I'm not sure. I had the Kurt Clerks comics that I wanted him to sign since he was going to be at the show. Um, anyway, I get in line on Saturday. It's a four-hour wait. I'm like 10th in line. I can see him. I'm absolutely giddy. Then the signing gets cut off. He's been signing for hours and has to stop. I'm devastated. I've spent my whole day waiting for this. The organizers gave out stickers to people in line saying we get to go to the front of the line on Sunday. Sunday comes along and the line is as bad as the day before. I go up, show my sticker, and they say they decided not to honor them. I'd have to wait at the end of the line. I'm heartbroken. I'd waited months for this. My dad and I dejectedly walked around the floor and headed back to our hotel room hours later. We walk back behind the convention center and there I see him. It's Kevin Smith. He's leaning against a wall smoking. I didn't want to bother him on his alone time, but I blurted out, Oh my God, you're Kevin Smith. (laughs) And he says, You're damn right I am. And goes back to his cigarette. So at least I had that. I'm still salty about not getting my stuff signed, though. It's only been 20 years. I'll get over it eventually. (laughs) I don't even know who that is. (laughs) I have no idea who that is, but he was very excited to see him. Well, he said he wanted to get comic books signed or something? Yeah. It's probably Marvel or... Yeah. Now I've got to look up who's Kevin Smith. I bet he's a Marvel guy. Although I think Stan Lee almost. Yeah, like he... It's got to be like an actor. He's a Marvel guy. Maybe he's a director. He's a director, producer, writer, and actor. I knew it. Ever seen him before? (laughs) He looks familiar. I mean, there could be multiple Kevin Smiths, I guess. But I'm assuming it's this one. Um, let's see. Oh, yep, Clerks. That's what the guy was talking about. Oh, the movie Clerks? Yeah. I know what that is. I don't. I mean, I haven't seen it. (laughs) I see the DVD at our store. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything. Nothing's coming that I know, so. Anyway, that's Kevin Smith. (laughs) That's, That's what I say sometimes. When someone's speaking Spanish to me. <laughs> Nothing's coming that I know. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, I'm actually pretty proud of my Spanish. The other day I was in a meeting for a student that was completely in Spanish, so the translator was just pretty much running the meeting. And um, one of the girls in English was like, no, you know, tell her this. And I was like, actually, she just said that. And they're like, oh, what? You understood it? And I'm like, 
Yeah, I really can understand it pretty well. I can understand it, but I just can't form good sentences. I cannot speak it fluently enough with good conjugations and stuff, but... Oh, conjugations. Out the window. <laughs> I'm using present tense all the time. I can conjugate between people, like I, her, you know... Oh, I'm talking about conjugating verbs. Oh, yeah. Into, mm-hmm. like, the past participle and... Yeah. <laughs> and I took four years in high school... I took four and years. And worked in a kitchen for 15 in years. In high school. And two years in college. <laughs> and and you dated and a Hispanic dated girl. And girl whose family spoke Spanish for three years. <laughs> Give us a good sentence. <laughs> well, my best sentence is explaining that I speak a little bit of Spanish. Well, yo hablo un poquito de español. Yo hablo un poco de español porque la familia de mi exnovia es de México. Y se habla en español con mi. Exnovia, that's how you say it? Novia de X. <laughs> no more. Novia de mal. <laughs> yeah. I have some kids in my class that speak Spanish and they always think it's funny when I speak Spanish. I'm like, I know what to say, it just doesn't sound right with my voice. Yeah. Okay, I've got a good one here. Moving on to some of the jerks. These are my favorite. Am I the jerk for beating everyone in my office in table tennis and people are getting really salty about it? I did this, too. <laughs> you beat everyone at ping pong? High school basketball, we used to have team dinner. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Like everywhere <laughs> yeah. we go, people have ping pong tables. Yeah. And I would just kill everybody. You are a pretty get, good ping pong player. They would get so mad. <laughs> They're like, how are you so good at ping pong? Like, I've been playing for forever. And people would get mad. And they'd make me keep playing. They're like, you have to play until <laughs> you, you lose. lose. And I would stand there for like the whole three hours playing ping pong. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, when I moved out, a ping pong table went in my room. So that you were only 12 when I moved out, 11. Yeah. Played a lot of ping pong. Yeah. And oh. then I played a lot of ping pong at the pier. Yeah. Because I worked there. Yep. Yep. Okay. We started playing table tennis at the office. I am very competitive in sports. I just can't help it. Did you write this? <laughs> also, I have gotten pretty good at it, so I beat everyone. They try to pr- pressurize me. <laughs> they try to put me into a pressurized cabin. This sentence doesn't make sense. They try to pressurize me at stuff by sledge, but I have played competitive sports, so I can handle it no problem. By sledge? Literally The acronym sledge. I have no idea what they're trying to say. Anyway, basically, people are pressuring him to play, and he's competitive, so he can't say no. But now every day we have this session, this person writing, and I both in singles and double, and I both in singles and doubles have been on a very long winning streak. My coworkers try really hard, but I literally ruin their day. I can see the frustration <laughs> on their faces and teeth grinding when I hit a smash. <laughs> I hit a smash. I know. <laughs> I absolutely love it because I keep winning, but I don't know what I should do. Should I play that on purpose to make them feel better? I no. sometimes celebrate too hard, mostly as a reaction to their sledging to me. <laughs> or they're really <laughs> or they really heavily sledge whoever is my partner in doubles, so I reply too hard. Apparently that's like ripping on them. I guess. And that's creating some unresolved tension between us. What you think? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I decide to myself that I will not react after a point or game, but when I'm, but when in pressure, sometimes I cannot control it. Also, it's a stupid office game, but I just can't make myself play casually. 
I go too hard or I just can't enjoy it. <laughs> he's like, I can't figure out why people are mad at me. And he's like, oh yeah! <laughs> Suck <Ve> it! Vector! Moya! <laughs> this dude just like pulls out his sweatband and like armbands. Like, Alright, let's play some office table tennis. Yeah. She reduce it to weekly games instead of daily. <laughs> He's like, every day, get over here, I'm going to give you this work. Oh, my gosh. I can't. Tiffany. So, what do you think the overall vote is? Probably that he's <laughs> the jerk. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, the top comment says, you're the jerk. It sounds like the office wanted a fun, low-key thing to do to break up the day. But then you come in and take it way too seriously. <laughs> it's technically open to all, but if you're observing that you're ruining everyone else's experience, maybe you should back off. Yeah, just play like one game a day. Don't be like, <laughs> winner stays on, and then I'm on for like the whole time. I just can't help it. <laughs> it's like every point. <laughs> so every point he's hitting, he's like, mm. I'm just going to catch up her. Oh my gosh. You're the jerk. Part of sportsmanship is making sure everyone is enjoying themselves. Oh, that's yeah. not quite true. I mean, yes, but in in office sports, yes. Yeah, or at least not being like, <laughs> you know, you suck. good game, good game. <laughs> I mean, not for you, but. <laughs> but it was fun. Try playing with your offhand or try doing trick <laughs> shots. Anything to put yourself at a disadvantage so they have more fun. Compersion? These people on Reddit. Maybe it's compulsion. Is mostly thought of as part of competition. I guess so, competition. But it's a concept that makes most things better. Find joy in making others happy. If you can't do that, you shouldn't play. <laughs> that one was funny. Okay, let's see. Am I the jerk for being salty about a wedding gift and insisting we share it? Like you and your spouse? Yes. Aren't you supposed to share all the wedding <laughs> gifts? I think that's how it goes. Let's see. I don't know. I think I think that's the rules. I can I share everything? Why would you not? <laughs> my wife and I are both very musical people. I work in a studio for recording musicians, and my wife is a music teacher. I play violin and nylon string guitar. It's nylon string guitar. Regular guitar. With nylon strings. What's nylon strings? Isn't nylon like pantyhose? Whoa. <laughs> What's this? No. That was weird. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Nylon strings are different than... Um, <clears throat> there's like different types of strings. <laughs> I don't know the okay. types of strings. They've got like nickel strings and brass strings. I'm just thinking of nylons. Nylon like strings. When you wear nylons for women anyway, or used to, it's like a, like the really thin material, like soft material. I don't know why this is really hanging me I up. I never used nylon strings Somebody, in my guitar learning, so maybe they're higher end. I'll have to ask Zach's grandpa. Know. He plays guitar. Probably anyway. you're used to what's like <coughs> nickel strings, I think. So anyway, I play violin and nylon string guitar. She plays electric guitar. We have separate finances and assets. It's a conscientious choice because our incomes are similar enough, and we have about the same worth of valuables. We'd rather keep things in our own names rather than joint ownership. Uh, that's a problem right there. Well, see, Zach and I have separate bank accounts. They're like, we're just preparing for the inevitable. <laughs> I think ours is just, I don't know, we just never combined. And yeah. we're like a decade in at this point, so it's yeah, like, I couldn't do it. I'd be like, we're, we're married. Oh, you, you unplugged me. Oh, 
Now I'm back in. Sorry, your headphone thing is a little loose. Oh. Now I'm tearing everything apart. All right, I'm good right there. You good? Yeah. Okay. It's that headphone jack. Anyway. Um, we have seven fine dances. I don't know. We're yeah. just too far in at this point. Um, threw myself off. At least this is how we mutually justify it. Oh, boy. Yeah, see, this is all heading towards us. <laughs> we in are our own person. <laughs> we want to be married, but not really. In our culture, it's appropriate to surprise your spouse with an expensive gift on the wedding day. We decided among ourselves to have a $1,000 limit. I think we both had the same idea of something musical related. My gift to her? A year in advance, I ordered a Fender Custom Shop guitar made to her favorite specifications. I went overboard, way overboard, and spent about $4,000. Yeah. Maybe many of you are out of the loop. <laughs> Don't insult the reader. Guitars? Yeah. But this is artisan-built, one-off quality made by people at literally the ceiling of their occupation. Her gift to me? Some new Rosen bought off the shelf at my local music store with the price tag still on the box, $12.99. I thought it was a joke, but four years later, I'm still waiting for the ha-ha payoff. <laughs> it's something I think about every day, always in the background noise in my brain, just the disparity in our gifts. We talk about this a lot. It's my go-to petty line when we're fighting, something I say in the moment that really digs in. I argue that we should lift our separate assets clause for her wedding gift. What I got her is an investment, something you pass down to your kids, something that might be worth something someday. It's the most expensive single item either of us owns to give an idea. She insists it's hers and hers alone. I'd be lying if I said this doesn't put a strain on our marriage. <laughs> but am I in the wrong? Whenever I asked why she spent $13 on my gift, she said she wanted to break the tradition of a sentimental gift on wedding nights because it's a turbulent topic in our culture. But she was all fine with it up until it happened, even asking me for ideas and dropping hints on what she wanted. Sorry for my English. I've only been speaking English for five years. That's the end. So what do you think? These people need to not be married. <laughs> yeah. Focus on yourself. Sounds like what they want to do. Maybe not worry about possessions so much. <laughs> <laughs> They're he like, I love you, but... Your gift sucks, so you're the worst. <laughs> I know. He said he brings it up every time they're fighting. Yeah. Well, I gave you a $4,000 guitar. I don't know what a Rosen is. Maybe it's just a speaker. But it says like a $13. Jeez. Let's see. Um, Pine State. A, a, a violin bow? Rosening their bows. What? Okay, hold on. <laughs> A rosin is an ingredient in printing inks. That's not it. Anyway, here's the thing. If you want to give somebody your... First of all, your limit was $1,000, so you went way over. Were you going to be mad if she only spent 1000 I mean, I get it. $13.99 is like <laughs> cheap, but shouldn't be the gift... Shouldn't the... I don't know what culture they are from. It doesn't say, but shouldn't the gift be each other like hey you're getting me forever yeah oh yay zach and i didn't get gifts yeah that's weird i'm trying to think nope literally just hey you're getting me forever well they said in their culture they get each other gifts. yeah it's just i think that's just like a weird <clears throat> okay what is rosen in music used by cellists violinists and other string musicians rosen helps create friction between the bow hair and strings oh it's probably just like an oil yeah just a tub of oil to put on there that you probably buy all the time anyways if you're a player. Right, like, did she already have it? 
You know what I mean? She's like, here's this used tub of water. If that's the, let me just say this. If that's the biggest thing that you're fighting about is your disparity in, in one gift, like, okay, let's, I need more information. Like, what about your birthday? Does she suck at you? Is she just, maybe she's not a good gift giver. Maybe that's not her love language. But I don't think these two should be married. If you're that upset about it, maybe just it's not right for you. Musicians. <laughs> so temperamental. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the top comment says everyone sucks here, which yeah. is the overall vote, by the way. Yeah. Uh, you set a spending limit of $1,000 and immediately broke that limit for some fancy instrument you insist is now partly yours just because of the cost. Indian gift giver. You bring it up in arguments years later and seem to care more about the cost of the gift than the meaning behind it. All of that makes you the jerk. However, I agree that your wife is the jerk for getting you such a simple and cheap gift. If it had been something a little more personal but still cheap, not so much. Or if she had put attention and care into picking it out, then that would be different. <laughs> you two might need to see someone because obviously there are some disagreements on what exactly you both expect out of each other and your marriage. You're very clearly not on the same page here, and if you want things between you to work, you need to bridge this gap soon. Yeah. I agree. I think everyone sucks. <laughs> also... I think it's funny that they they set a thousand dollar limit. Yeah, and she's like, "I'm coming in way under. <laughs> I'm saving this money." Yeah, a thousand dollar limit. That'd be like that'd be like going to a white elephant, and the one that was like a hundred dollars, and you're like, "Here's a sticky hand. I got a CZ." I was about to say, like a sticky gum. Here you go. Yeah, which is this is weird because they're married, but like in that case, like if you're going to exchange gifts and yeah, someone put a hundred dollars in and they left with a sticky hand or a stick of gum or something, I'd be like, I just got gypped. Yeah. But this is like, you went way over. She went way under. Everyone sucks here. <laughs> Weird. Zach, I would like a $4,000 guitar, please. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Um, am I the jerk for getting salty about my parents matching my sister's savings account with mine? I don't know what that means. <laughs> so basically they matched it? Oh, let me just read. They gave, her, <laughs> they gave her the same amount? That sounds fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is weird. So this summer I got a job so I could help save up for college. Now, I have a twin sister, and I hate to say it, but she's one of the laziest people I know. I love her to death, but she doesn't do much for herself. For years, I made her lunch because she always said she didn't know how to use the stove or the oven. I'd offer to teach her, but she'd always say, eh, tomorrow. We're almost adults. <laughs> I'd work six hours a day for four days a week. Every time I got a paycheck, we also got a meal allowance since it was connected to a school program, and they wanted students to have a normal summer, and lots of families are struggling at the moment. My mom would take the money and put it in my savings account, but she'd also put the same amount in my sister's. In trade, my sister was to do a ton of chores and stuff. Normally she would do a little and go, okay, the rest is yours, and I'd clean the majority. Personally, I don't care. If she wants to be lazy, fine, but I'm not going to be. So now her having to do chores made her really upset. I made about $2,000, and that's all gone into my savings, and then my mom matched my sister's. The thing is, she hasn't done much around the house, except for wash a few dishes and clean our room once our mom... once... clean our room once with our mom while I was off at work. I only wanted to work for half the summer, so now I'm home for the rest of the summer until school opens up. A few nights ago, I was talking about not wanting to use my second plate. If we have bread or salad, we have two plates to have room, so they wouldn't have to do as many dishes. I normally vacuum, dust, and sweep, mop the house, as well as pick up my sister in my room, clean the windows, along with taking care of our cat. 
My mom does dishes and laundry, and my sister and dad do the occasional help. I also help my mom out if she asks. My mom says, oh, don't worry about it, because I'm not doing dishes tonight. So I thought, okay, my sister and dad are. I finish, get up, go rinse my plate, and walk back to go say I was going to take a shower. My dad stops me and says I need to do the dishes. I explain the deal we made, the deal that was his and my mom's idea. My dad tells me that since I'm no longer working, I need to help. Now I'm furious. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that my parents want to help out my sister, but I stayed, but I worked for half the summer, stayed up late, stressing about getting things in on time and trying not to mess up while my sister does a few chores occasionally, um, which I do all the time anyway. thought I was getting a break because of this. They're basically just handing sister to my money. <laughs> I'm handing money to my sister while I had to work for it. My dad is saying I'm being an entitled brat and should do what I'm told like I normally would, but this seems so unfair. From my perspective, it looks like my sister's getting $2,000 for just existing. (laughs) And um, now my mom is forcing me to take over the chores. Am I the jerk? I mean, about the money, yeah. Because of their money, they can do whatever they want with it. I mean, yeah. The chores, I don't know. (laughs) Just don't do them then. Yeah. Or just do the same amount as your sister and then see what happens. <laughs> yeah. It's like you were doing the chores anyway. Now you want to stop because you're done working? I mean, you weren't mad about it before. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess if the sister was supposed to do more chores and that was how she earned the money, then I would expect the sister to do the chores. I don't know. It's kind of a weird scenario i think the parents kind of suck they're kind of enabling a lazy sister but yeah what it's not there's nothing you can do about it just if it's your sister's night to wash the dishes let her do it if it's your night just like i don't know (laughs) the overall vote was not the jerk but the top comment says it is what it is though the more dependable in life you are the higher the standards people have for you it sucks that they seem to coddle your sister and they're setting her up for future failure but that's on them the only way out of the situation is being successful and getting the hell out of there. She can't possibly get handouts forever. <coughs> Listen, if I worked all summer and I, which I actually don't work summer now, but if I worked all summer and mom and dad were like, whatever you make, I'm going to match it and put it in Josh's account. He's just going to keep up with the chores. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm not doing the dishes. I'd be like, yes, you are. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We never did that. We, we all worked. We all worked in high school. We all were very self, like, independent. At 16, I paid for my cell phone, I think, at least. Car insurance. Gas. I had the same job at Chili's since from 16 until 30. Like, you've worked all the way through high school and college, and, or through college, at least. Worked a little in high school. What was your first job? Uh, For the church, I was working on their website. Okay. That one, I wasn't working a ton of hours because I was in basketball. That's what I'm saying, hard, yeah. But that one, I worked from home like 15 to 20 hours a week. Yeah. And then worked a different job for the church. And then I went to Target my freshman year I was going to say, you worked at Target pretty early on. <clears throat> I'm trying to think, what did Steven do? Steven didn't, Steven didn't work at, in high school or college, though. High school, he worked at that retirement home restaurant or whatever. Oh, for Randall, huh? Yeah. That's true. He didn't work in college, though. As a ref at the rec center. Okay. Which didn't make much yeah. money, but <laughs> he was supposed to be focusing on his scholarship. I worked at Chili's on the weekends all through college, but I liked having my own money. 
Like I was responsible for half of college, but I just liked having, I love waiting tables. I'm telling you if, if it had like benefits and stuff, I'd just wait tables full time. I love it. I've just worked different jobs, like about 30 hours a week, the whole week. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't really bother me that much. I couldn't imagine. I mean, when the boys were little and I stayed at home, I still worked at Chili's like once a week, but I just couldn't imagine not doing anything. I don't know. Anyway, uh, not the jerk was the overall vote. Everyone's just saying like, your parents are jerks. Your parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, let's see. This one says, am I the jerk? I told my boss I'm not required to answer my phone 24-7 and now he's salty. <clears throat> you ever have a, a boss that overreached? Probably Target. Target, yeah. They expected you to be there all the time. Yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> they're the worst. Well, they're just like, they're like, you gotta be all about Target. I'm like, it's a job at Target, dude. Most people <laughs> at Target are like teenagers. Like 18 years old. Yeah. I'm like, and most people that work here work here for like two months and then you fire them anyways. So right. <laughs> High turnover rate. Yeah, I trained a cashier my second week there. <laughs> I was training people after my second week. Nice. And I was a manager after one month. Because I was like <laughs> one of the longest tenured front end yeah. people. Yeah. After like a month. They wanted me to be a manager at Chili's forever because I was there for so long. I was training everybody. Well, being a manager at Target was much better than being stuck on the cash register. That's true. Being I a manager did, at Chili's like, was not worth it. I did like guest service and. Yeah. I'm. I made more than managers at Chili's. Waiting tables. Yeah. I Different. I think I got like a nickel raise <laughs> per hour. It wasn't hardly anything. Yeah. But. Okay, here we go. So this one says, told my boss I'm not required to answer my phone 24-7. Now he's salty. I, 37 male, work in a department where I'm the sole expert for our equipment. If an issue comes up and the shift crew can't figure it out, I'm the first one they try to contact. I'm happy to help since I'm friends with all of our guys, but these calls can come at late at night or early in the morning. My schedule is 7 to 4. When I... Got the job, the only stipulation was that they would be able to contact me for stuff like scheduling issues, shift coverage, or other issues, but it did not mention anything about after hours on call. Outside of my normal hours, I don't give a rat's ass about the plant. I'll usually answer calls out of my own goodwill, as long as it's not being abused. However, my sleep time is sacred. <laughs> if I'm woken up, it will take me at least an hour to fall back asleep if I'm lucky. My phone started going off around 1 a.m. and went off a few times more before my wife gave me a swift kick in the ass telling me to shut it off or, or answer it. I call back and it's our shift technician. He apologized for waking me up, but they've been dealing with an issue for hours, so I help him out and it took all of five minutes. After hanging up, I ended up lying there in bed for another two hours before falling back asleep. That morning, my supervisor has me meet him in his office and this is how our conversation goes. It seems we had an eventful night. Clayton had to get a hold of me. You didn't answer his call? Me. Around 1 a.m., I was asleep and the phone didn't wake me. Well, he called me and I wasn't able to do much for him, so had to. I had him call you back. Told him you were probably hard to wake up and to keep calling you. Now I'm a little pissed. Well, I'm always happy to help the guys, but they can't rely on me to always be available. I usually keep my phone in the kitchen. I happened to have it on my nightstand last night. This isn't the first time they've had trouble reaching you. Me, getting more agitated. <laughs> Most likely because my phone was in the kitchen. I don't keep it on me 24-7. You're required to have a phone on you. Me, really pissed off now. <clears throat> if 
Nowhere in my policy does it dictate that I'm to keep a phone on me at all times, nor does my job description. I'm only required to have a method free to contact me if we have a scheduling change or some other issues that deal directly with my ability to get to work. If you wish for me to be on call, then perhaps we need to discuss promoting me to a position that requires me to be on call. I'm currently happy with this arrangement. If you feel differently, then maybe we need to invite HR to join our conversation. That's where things ended. I'm well aware that I could suffer some consequences for this, but I feel that this is an overstep on their part. I have a good working relationship with everyone, but when he said that, I pretty much snapped at him. Now I feel like I'm the jerk. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have my phone. I mean, my phone doesn't wake me up when I'm asleep, anyway. So he's not a surgeon. He's yeah. not required to have his phone at all hours. His work hours are seven to four. Yeah, I would be pissed. Well, I'd just be like, I'm just not gonna answer, and if you no. don't fire me for that, then I'm just then, getting yeah. our job. I would. I would go for wrongful termination if they fire you for that. That's a pretty good case, but the overall vote is not the jerk. This person says, hell no, not the jerk. He doesn't pay you an on-call fee, so you aren't obliged to answer the phone outside of your working hours. Has 6,000 upvotes. Everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> um, the boss, though, like giving an attitude would make me so, it would be the way that he came at me that would make me really irritated. Seems like they had a trouble getting a hold of you. Yeah, I was asleep in the middle <laughs> of the night. I told him to keep calling till he woke you up. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> That dude's probably like, okay. I'm going to hand my phone to my wife next time and let her tell you to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> That's just so weird to me. Yeah, I never really had that. When I did IT, I mean, if they would call me, I would answer if I saw it, but... I guess... They, they didn't get mad at me if I didn't see it when I wasn't at work. Right, right. That's like if I take a personal vacation day and they're calling asking a question, like, if I see it, I'll answer it, but if not, this is my time. Like... Target was like that though. Yeah. They get mad at me. They would call me like the morning of a day that I wasn't working. Yeah. To try to get me to pick up a shift and I didn't answer. And they'd be like, We need you to work. I'm like, It's not my day. It's I'm not, not school. I'm not required to work right now. <laughs> I had so many problems with that. You can't get with mad at me. me being at school. That's yeah. why I left. Yeah. Because it like, was <laughs> it was finals. I had finals week, and I was like, I need this week off for finals. Yeah. Because I had finals every day. It wasn't like my normal two yeah. day schedule. And then in the man, the manager was like, Yeah, sure, it's fine, no problem. Yeah. And then I got scheduled for that week, and I'm on every day, like not like my days that I'm normally yeah. off anyway. So I was like, I can't work these days. And Especially like, this week. And they were like, Well, it's Christmas time. We you need to be here. This needs to be important. And I was like, I'm not gonna be here. So I'm a student. This is not my priority. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and you get a write-up every time you don't show up. So yeah. they're like, well, it's going to be three write-ups. You're going to get fired for that. I'm like, I'm not coming. And so Did they I fire just, you? No, I quit. Oh, nice. I was like, and then I quit. And they were like, well, you know, if you can still come in. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not you're... coming. So I'm not coming back. Yeah. Bye. You should have just scheduled me off. <laughs> They used to do that all the time. Because I had a few times before that where they scheduled me on my off days. So I'm like, well, I can't work. I'm at school. And so the next week, they would give me like one shift for four hours. Right. I'm yeah. like, what, what is this? Like, Yeah. I didn't they're like, well, I thought you had school. I had an issue at the end. So I, my schedule at Chili's did not change for like 10 years. <laughs> like literally, I worked. I swear, once the boys, dad and I split, I worked every other weekend and every Wednesday. Like, that's exactly when they're with their dad. I worked all those times, right? 
I had several people take over and do the schedules. I never had a single issue. Then, like, the last guy right before I left, like, he would schedule me the weekends I couldn't work. And so then I would I would go in and, like, request on, off, because you could request to work, request off. And then he would still get it wrong. And I was like, dude, this is not hard. Like, and then I would request off, and then he would just not schedule me weekends. And I'm like, dude... <laughs> I need money, but I need it to be the same schedule I've had forever. And I ended up just being like, this is not even worth it. So once I got married, I was like, mm, bye. I'm like, this is not hard. Everybody else for 10 years has been able to follow in every other weekend schedule. And it's waiting tables. Like, there's other people who want to work. It's fine. Anyway, I do miss it though sometimes. <laughs> okay, this last one is real short. Am I the jerk for being salty about the different effort between my birthday and my sister's? <laughs> Basically, my 18th birthday just passed, and while I appreciate everything my family did, I noticed a huge difference from my older sister's past 18th birthday. She's now 20. For her 18th birthday, my family gave her $1,000 plus any additional gifts they got her. Got mine. Uh, mine, I got a $30 mug, and that was basically it. And by being too materialistic and sensitive about this, I'm not upset about the money. It just feels like they didn't care a lot about my birthday. And that kind of stings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I never care about her birthday that much, so. I mean, I think, like, her point is, like, it's not really about the money. It just feels like they cared more about the sister. The effort. I'm trying to think. My 18th birthday, we went to the Cheesecake Factory. And Stephen's 18th birthday, they went to California. But We didn't, didn't do anything for my 18th birthday. I don't remember your 18th birthday. But I mean, like, even then I was like, okay, I mean, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't really, I didn't really care. The top comment says, find out if there's any kind of financial problems going on with your parents or anything similar like that. Maybe that... Maybe the case is just that they couldn't afford to give you expensive things. If not the case, it truly sounds like a case of a favorite child. And OP responds, we were under more financial problems two years ago than we are now, so that doesn't seem like the main issue. <laughs> On the surface, it is unfair to you, but keep in mind two years ago, um, did you, it says like, did you get more extracurriculars and things like that? Anyway. It, but everyone says not the jerk. There's a big difference between a thousand dollars and a mug. <laughs> Should tell that to that married couple. <laughs> <laughs> right. A lot of imbalance of gifts here that people are salty about. Oh, ooh, ooh, wait. I have one more thing. This is in the thread called residency, so it's like medical students, and it says salty Sunday caps lock required. Write about what's making you angry. Other residents will agree with you in all caps. <laughs> so it's just like a bunch of shouting. Department was nice enough to throw me a surprise pizza birthday party, but they ordered the pizzas at 1 p.m. I don't come in until 10 hours later. When I got to the hospital for my shift and found out about the pizzas, there was only crust left. <laughs> Salty. <laughs> this person says, I feel bad for you, but this is also objectively hilarious. <laughs> Somebody said, what kind of degenerate just leaves the crust in the pizza box? <laughs> they used to happen at Target all the time. Uh... Like, for holidays, they'd be like, we're getting y'all all food. But they would order at 7 in the morning. Yeah. So all the people that closed were like, we didn't get there till 4. Yeah. And, we're, and they'd be like, it's still there. Thanks. I'd be, like, be like, thanks. This pizza's been sitting on the counter for 12 hours. I don't want it anymore. Chili's, they would just, like, make us trash can. They call it trash can nachos and stuff. Like, go to the back, get a big pan, throw all the chips in. Yeah, they would order, like, 
two pizzas. Yeah. I'm like, you know, like 150 people work here. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, hold on, I'm gonna find another one. Uh-huh. Some of this I don't understand because I'm not a resident. Um, I'm a psych intern and doing in wards and carrying this team's psych pager. I'm going crazy. Yeah, I don't think I could do psych patients. Like, I, I want to be a therapist, but I don't think I could work on a psych ward. Could you? I don't, I mean, I could probably work in the psych ward. I don't know if I could be the therapist for them. <laughs> yeah. could do other things. <laughs> Um, says, I'm tired of people who go out of their way to screw you over. It's infuriating to go out of your way for someone to find out how badly they burned you. <laughs> All this is in capitals. It makes it way more dramatic. <laughs> uh -huh. Did you ever want to go into the medical field? No. Me either. Not even a little bit. I never even thought about it. <laughs> Could you be a nurse and, like, stick people with needles? Yeah, I don't think that would bother me. No? Just too much school. Any of the basketball injuries that I saw never bother me. Really? I saw all kinds of stuff. I saw a guy flip his kneecap over. Ooh, I've seen it. Yeah. And I watched the trainer flip it back. Ooh. And uh, I remember when one guy had snapped his, his, I think he broke his shin. Yeah. And uh, uh, I saw uh -uh. that when we carried him off the court and like blood and stuff never bothered me. Yeah. Um, I couldn't even like, you know, I have a brain tumor. You know that, but they might not know that. I have a benign brain tumor. And so for a long time, I had to get, like, monthly blood work done. And it didn't bother me to be stuck, but I could not watch it go into my skin, my own skin. Yeah, I don't like I don't like how it feels when they draw blood. It feels weird. I, it doesn't bother me at all for them to do it, like the feeling, but I, if I watch it, I get woozy. Yeah, but it doesn't really bother me that much. I got a tennis shot this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you just overdue, or did something happen? Oh, I got bit by a dog this week. I forgot. I didn't tell you what? about that. Yeah. Whose dog? At w in a bookstore? Out, so right outside. So this dog was right outside our doors. Yeah. And he had a harness on, like a really nice looking harness, and he was like looking in the doors and like running back and forth. Huh. So I was like, maybe somebody just left their dog outside. Yeah. But then I was like walking into work, and so I was like, why can't you even move to go in? <laughs> so like when I got up to him, I mean, I was pretty close to him, and he just looked at me like, you like a big what? dog? Little dog? It's a pit bull. Okay. And uh, he was like, you gonna let me in? <laughs> and so I was like, I kind of put my hand out. Yeah. To like, just, I was just gonna yeah. rub his head and kind of like move him so yeah. he go in the door. But as soon as I moved my hand, I mean, he flipped. He jumped and bit me and then was like running all over in circles. There was no the person? No, nobody ever huh. came out for him. And like, so then I was like, maybe he was from PetSmart, but PetSmart yeah. said it wasn't there. So oh, you I went down there? Somebody, somebody from our store called. Yeah. So I guess he was just from the neighborhood and just wandering Did around. Did you go to the urgent care right there and get a tetanus shot? No, I got you a couple waited? days later. So yeah. I didn't break the skin. So Still. they're like, it's probably fine. Yeah. I went to the doctor on Wednesday. And this was Monday I got bit, and I went Wednesday morning. Okay. Because by Wednesday, I mean, it wasn't even bruised anymore. Yeah. Oh, he, didn't very, Sorry. he didn't give me very hard. Yeah. He was like, whoa, don't like flash warning, that hand guess, by me. <laughs> That's like, like ah, Jackson dog. got bit pretty good by Apollo. Because Jackson is Jackson, and Apollo was chewing a bone, and that's the only time Apollo's, like, not playing around. Yeah. Rightfully, you know. And so he growled at Jackson twice, like, Jackson was trying to pet him, and we were like, hey, he's growling at you. 
And he was like, "That's look, watch, it's funny, I can make him growl, because Apollo never growls. And uh, he did it twice, and then Apollo went, Pah, and got his hand, like, really good. Yeah, he got me right on the knuckle. And yeah. it was, like, really swollen, but yeah. he didn't get me very hard. I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> stupid dogs. He seems fine and nice when I walked up yeah. to him, and then... Did someone ever come pick him up? He, he went right he off ran down off. the street behind our house. Behind our house. Behind the store afterwards. <laughs> he followed you there's home. A, there's like a neighborhood yeah, right, right the there. Store, yeah. So he went back into the neighborhood afterwards. He's like, but, I yeah. did my job. I protected <laughs> the people from that crazy man in his hands. <laughs> I don't know why he was so antsy to get into the store. Because as soon as he bit me, then he ran off. Yeah. Yeah. But he was really looking. That's why I thought... I was like, I guess somebody just left their dog out here, which is weird because we let dogs in the store. Yeah. So. Interesting. Uh, yeah, some dog just got out. Some pit bull. It's always pit bulls. I've been attacked some twice pit, by pit bulls. Something about pit bulls. And I know lots of people love them, but I have been attacked twice by a pit bull. Mom and I, like, there was one on the corner when we lived in California, that crazy house that SWAT came in on them. Um, they had one that was kind of mean and it chased me on my bike and knocked me off my bike. And then I don't remember if it was the same one or a different pit bull, like cornered me and mom and Steven, probably you, I don't know, you were a little, um, in our porch. Like we couldn't get back to the door. Yeah. Pit so, bulls are just, I don't know. They love you if they love you. And if they don't, they're pretty yeah, aggressive. Well, it's just like that thing. It's like any little thing will set them off. Yeah. Like just me moving my hand from my hip out a little bit yeah i mean just flipped yeah. him out from yeah. standing completely still just looking at me to like running in circles around the parking lot <laughs> like barking at people i'm like oh my oh, gosh okay. they're a little salty <laughs> <laughs> oh well thanks for joining me today you got any valentine's plans on wednesday no i forgot it's already the middle of february we did valentine's parties at school on friday so i kind of forget it's that wednesday. it hasn't happened yet oh it is wednesday i'm having lunch with somebody but it's not <laughs> On Valentine's Day? It's my old boss. <laughs> Do you He's love like her? like a mentor. Oh. No. <laughs> oh, okay. It's Kevin. Oh, okay. You love Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm working, so. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, so, everybody. So, so just passed. Books. Sounds good. I'll have to have you come back. I'm going to um, let you pick a topic next time. You're going to share. I'm not picking a topic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next time. Bye.